0: What if I write you something that's not very thoughtful?
1: Then I will drag it into (laughs) sane black hole and it will never be seen from again. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore.
0: Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, the podcast that's all about sales funnels and marketing automation. This week, we're continuing our payment series. Uh, so for the past few weeks, we've been talking about how to come up with requirements for a payment platform. We've interviewed a few founders of uh, some different payment platforms. But those platforms have been mostly focused around information on products or digital products or one-off sales. You know, you want product A, you buy product A. So now we're going to move into a little bit of a different territory where we're going to talk about the more traditional shopping cart platforms where you might want to grab Product A, product B, and product C, put it all in your cart, and then check out the whole cart at the end of the process. So this week, I've got Kurt Elster, the host of the unofficial Shopify podcast, uh, and he also runs an agency, an e-commerce agency over there at EtherCycle.com, and he's going to talk to us all about the Shopify platform, what he likes about it, uh, and who it would be right for. So let's get into this week's episode with Kurt Elster. And I'd like to welcome to the show Kurt Elster from the Unofficial Shopify Podcast. Welcome, Kurt.
1: Thank you for having me. It's my honor and pleasure.
0: Yeah, I've been really looking forward to this episode. Uh, I played with Shopify maybe a couple of years ago, but I haven't really touched it much since then. And I've really been looking forward to, one, talking to somebody who really knows it back to front, and two, getting in touch with the platform again, because I know it's a fantastic platform. I know you work exclusively with Shopify as a platform.
1: Why, why exclusively Shopify. So uh originally years ago, we were a generalist web design agency, and we were doing primarily uh, WordPress work actually. but there, our most satisfying work was in e-commerce because you could quantify the results. and it's what you know it's fun. And, and when you work on a project where it's like, oh, that's a product I'd buy, it makes it a lot more fun." So I said, you know we should only do e-commerce. And then within e-commerce, uh, you know, we worked on several platforms. We played with Magento and Big Commerce and Lemonstand on Shopify. And consistently, the best experience by far was Shopify. And a big part of it is not any feature that has to do with Shopify, but their community. And as I've gotten deeper into it, it's because Shopify, it's like as part of their company culture, is fostering this whole network and ecosystem and community around the platform. You know, that's really just been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, cool. And, and um, for those listeners out there who aren't familiar with Shopify... Uh, how would you describe Shopify to them?
1: Shopify is a, a hosted e-commerce solution. It's a, a one-and-done service um, for their their standard pricing, for their, their big boy package, uh, 79 bucks a month. And you don't have to worry about hosting, security, upgrades, checkout processes, any of that stuff. It's all handled through Shopify. So it's a very, very holistic end-to-end uh, e-commerce solution to sell your e-commerce products. Yeah. So, so far we've
0: been uh, in the payment series, we've been talking about, you know, how you can bolt payments onto your existing site, you know, for example, with uh, so
1: SamCard
0: or whatever. You can do that
1: with Shopify. Yeah. They've added, you know, they, they keep adding new features, some nice new features. And one is, you know, if you're a bricks and mortar store, they've got a, a point of sale system. Well, since then, they also added buy buttons. So if you have an existing store, uh, there's a much cheaper Shopify plan I do. It's. I think it's less than twenty bucks a month. But you could just generate. You could put products in it, generate buy buttons with it, and then just embed those buy buttons into your website, and then still benefit from Shopify's inventory and checkout processes.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, for those not familiar with the platform, if you didn't, if you were just starting, you had no website, you had no anything. Shopify is the whole matzah. You know, you don't have to go and set up WordPress. You don't have to do anything. Shopify is the entire solution uh, for the business. And as you said. If you want to combine that with a with a retail store where you have a retail store already, you can use that for point of sales. Is that's correct, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they've got uh, a nice point of sale system that just works out of the box. At this point, it went from it's a, a complete e commerce platform.
0: And what would be some of your um, your favorite features or favorite things about Shopify that really set it apart from some of the other some of the other ones you mentioned?
1: Uh, well, you know, number one uh, by far is the community, the reliability. Having used a whole bunch of these platforms, you know, really you want something much like why people buy Apple products and they pay that premium. They want something that just works. And in my experience of the e-commerce platforms, Shopify is the one that just works. So if you ever have an issue, you could just call them. They have a toll free number perfectly. And they've got live chat and all these experts in this great community. But I've I've had to call them. Uh, I think exactly once, <laughs> in working on over a hundred stores. That's the all. I've literally only ever had an actual like technical bug that involved me calling the support line one time. And
0: and there's and, and similar to Apple, there's a whole kind of ecosystem behind Shopify as well, with with additional add-ons and extensions and plugins and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a whole, uh, there's an app store, so there's lots of features you can add a la carte, and some of the apps are free, and some are one time, and some are subscription. So that is, you know, I would say that's one uh, cautionary item is the the monthly payment can balloon if you start just adding app app after app after app. After. But you know, if you're just doing things based on their ROI, based on um, what features you need in your store, then it's really beneficial because you don't have all this bloat. You have only exactly what you need. And they have a, a theme store that gives you, they're really brutal about picking very well-made themes. I think they only add one or two new themes a month out of the hundreds of submissions they get. So you never have to worry if you're going to get a buggy theme that hasn't been tested cross-device or cross-browser. And then they just produce enormous amounts of helpful content uh, through their their partner network. You know, They've, they've reached out to me, and they've you know, solicited blog posts from me. Um, they've uh, got a free book they put out that you know that I've I've got a chapter in the first volume, and they they paid me for that. They're more than happy to invest in the community to be able to help their merchants.
0: And what would be some of the more the the more common, widely used apps that people tend to plug into Shopify? Uh,
1: so my I think my favorite is Bold Apps Product Upsell. And Bold Apps is one of the largest app developers for Shopify. Um, and product upsell, you know, when someone, you know, if someone purchases product X, so let's say someone purchases a digital camera, then as they get to checkout, a uh, modal window pops open and says, hey, would you want to buy a tripod, say? And then you can, it's a, a great, easy, inexpensive way to improve that customer's experience and to increase their, your average order value or the customer's lifetime value. So Bold Apps product upsell is a good one. Another common one: people want to add uh, predictable, recurring revenue to their business. Who doesn't? And in e-commerce, the best way to do that is probably with uh, subscriptions. Right. So there's a great app, uh, Bold App Subscriptions, or another one called Recharge that makes it very easy to add subscriptions seamlessly to your store. Oh, well, that
0: was kind of going to be my next question. I guess that you know, with Shopify. Most people, or at least I do, anyway. Most uh, I think I think a Shopify is more of a traditional kind of physical products type solution is it good for information products as well or, or you know, you know like, they you do know, memberships sell um, and
1: that kind of stuff yeah you could sell uh i don't know about memberships honestly for memberships i would probably use um use wordpress for that truthfully i guess it depends what the membership is for info products they do do uh, digital downloads um i know for a while i don't know still i haven't looked in a while but uh a book apart uh, happy cogs library publishing company was on shopify delivering that mix of ebooks and physical goods <laughs> shamefully I, I sell a couple info products and I sell them on Gumroad instead of Shopify. <laughs> However I've, I've had issues with Gumroad with deliverability on my subscription service so had I do it over again I probably would use Shopify.
0: Um, and another question I had about Shopify if you know if Shopify' is your whole kind of solution uh, your whole website if, if you will what about uh, content marketing how is that kind of done with a, with a Shopify store?
1: So it's got a full uh, content management system built into it, so you can add multiple blogs uh, so you could break you know you could silo content within blogs. Um, you could have multiple authors. Um, they've got nice SEO features built into it now. Uh, I think the the SEO is probably if you're comparing it, the quickest thing you could compare it to is Squarespace. I'd say like it beats it edges out Squarespace SEO wise, and then it uh, it also includes nice resources for creating pages in um, a WYSI wig on the site.
0: All right, cool. So you don't necessarily, you don't need to bolt on another WordPress blog or something to do your, your content marketing with. That's cool.
1: No, certainly not. Okay.
0: Now you've seen, you know, through your agency, uh, EtherCycle, you've seen lots of people come through the Shopify life cycle, I guess you'd call it. So uh, who does, who is it best suited for? Who's like the ideal shop person to be using Shopify?
1: Well, so I'm, I'm biased in who my favorite kind of client to work with is. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but all right, so I see a lot of people, um, you know, you get the the traditional thing is like, oh, I'm going to make T-shirts or I, I make handmade jewelry. So you've got these little, like, little hobby stores that pop up. But a lot of, you know, if you notice these like really big Kickstarter success stories, you know, and several of them are my clients, end up on Shopify because Shopify scales with you. They've got all these different plans and features and those add-ons, which is great because you could start at this cheap, like 20-something dollar a month plan and then move up as your business grows. All the way up to, they have a full uh, enterprise version of Shopify called Shopify Plus. And there's some, some Fortune 100 brands on Shopify Plus. So I think, you know, sometimes people's fear is, oh, well, you know, eventually I'll outgrow it and I'll have to replatform. And no one wants to replatform. And in Shopify, that's not the case. They've really uh, worked quite hard in the last, uh, say, two years to avoid that. But I'd say uh, some typical typical people I see like uh, Kickstarter successes, you know, because um, it's very easy to spin up and then have it grow with you. And, you know, people have uh, private label businesses on Amazon. You know, they start on Amazon. It's very successful. They validated it there. And then they moved to Shopify and add that as a sales channel.
0: Those are probably the the three typical types. And for those Amazon type People are they are they still using you know Fulfill by Amazon in the back end? Does Shopify work with that well?
1: Uh, yeah, it has native uh, integration with Amazon. It's really it's very simple. I think it's like one or two clicks uh, to get it to work. Yeah, uh, Fulfilled by Amazon works great with Shopify. And That way you can have it you know run totally automated. Nice, nice. Which is what we love here
0: at the uh, Automation Central. So
1: yeah, speaking of that, it's a great segue. By the
0: way, thanks, Kurt. What about uh, you know in the back end of Shopify? As far as managing your customers and increasing lifetime value and in, in repeat business, what kind of tools, apps, tricks, tricks of the trade are 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 there for customer management and nurturing and that kind of stuff in the back of Shopify? Uh,
1: so there's there's wonderful reporting features. It's easy. There's a, a basic CRM system built into a customer relationship management where you can search for customers and see notes, uh, record notes about them, and see what purchases they made um, and like what you know page they landed on before they made a purchase. But if you you know to get real power out of it, I think you still need to attach it to a uh, you know a, a proper email platform that lets you do some marketing automation, some lifecycle email or marketing automation. And I'm biased. I, my uh, my favorite is Klaviyo. You know, working with Klaviyo and Shopify works really well. Uh, a lot of people use Mailchimp, but you know to get get the real power of that marketing, you need to add on a uh, uh, a mail service. Yeah, of course.
0: And so. You've seen a lot of people get started as well. You know, what are the kind of common mistakes that people make out of the box?
1: Oh well, by far the the number one mistake is if people think if I build it, they will come. And of course, that <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. the case. So and I always warn them. I say, listen, you know, we can obsess, we can obsess over details about this design and and how this the flow works and all that. But you know, and. Really, I think the, the best example of this is you know, when you're first launching the store, it defaults to having a password so no one could see it. And let's say, like, I take that password off, people panic. Like, oh, you took the password off, you gotta put it back up? I said, listen, only you and I have ever seen the store. Yeah. If I launch it right now, only you and I will see the store. It takes a lot of effort to build that initial audience. So it's, you know, and this is not endemic to Shopify. This is, you know, true of launching any website. I really encourage people to, while you're building that site, you know to also be building your your audience and your list. I think if you're if you're online, if you have an online business of any kind, you are automatically in the list building business. Couldn't agree more my friend. Couldn't,
0: that's the big asset, not your store is that list, right? Once you've got a once you got a list of customers that you can sell to, then that doesn't matter how you sell to them really. And so can you know is well, that's a good question actually. Is Shopify good for list building. I mean, you know, you, you talked about it, it, we talked about it being the entire website, you know, it doesn't. Do they have that kind of lead gen opt-in for lead magnet type stuff here inside Shopify?
1: So it actually does. Uh, most themes will have uh, like a newsletter pop-up built into it along with like a, uh, an opt-in when people purchase uh, where they can opt into your marketing and uh, usually like an opt-in in the footer. So, you know, the the basic the, the basic and necessary email opt-ins. And then it'll just, you know, even if you aren't ready yet, you don't have an email system, you don't want to pay like 300 bucks a month for Klaviyo or whatever. It will record those emails and all of that straight into the, the back end of Shopify. And then that way, you know, if you, uh, as you add an email system or migrate between email systems, all you have to do is sync the data, um, between your email system and Shopify and it'll all be there.
0: Uh, but can you create the more traditional kind of, um, you know, landing page to, you know, download my free guide to how to choose the best cycling shoes or something like that. You know what I mean? The top five cycling shoes. Those traditional kind of lead magnets just to get people onto the list without necess- not necessarily a generic newsletter opt-in?
1: I know how to do that, but I wouldn't say that Shopify would be if that's what you're starting with, I wouldn't say Shopify would be a good fit for that. And when I've seen other people build sales funnels in that fashion with Shopify, um, you know, like you you know, I I'm a front end front end designer, front end developer. So you know, I would just build that stuff as custom, but I've seen other people do it with like uh, lead pages or Optimunk, you know, some kind of third party that they're they're using on top of Shopify. Yeah, for sure. Okay,
0: and we, we kind of mentioned at the beginning when you started out, you were working across multiple platforms and Magento and BigCommerce and stuff like that. So, what is what is the the advantage of Shopify over all the rest of it?
1: Oh, by far is uh, is reliability and their their clarity of focus. I mean, at this point, it's the I believe they're the number one tech company in Canada, and that that stock is out of control. They're doing great, but no, I think their their big asset is their, you know, they they don't just tack features on willy nilly. The things never buggy, incredibly stable. But that community that and that network that's growing around Shopify is where its its real power is. You could build, you know, essentially a system like Big Commerce is really just you know Shopify. It is like a feel, to me, feels like a clone of Shopify in that it's like, oh, we've got all the features. You know, we've got all that checklist. And then, but I have clients who come from big commerce or come from other platforms. And it's always with complaints about it being unreliable. And that's just like never a fear with Shopify.
0: All right, cool. So if someone's, someone's decided or they think Shopify might be for them, what are, the, what are the kind of the first steps for them to get started?
1: Well, they've got, uh, there's a 14 day free trial, no risk, no credit card required. So you could spin up a Shopify store, you could play with it, you get familiar with the back end. Um, you could preview themes. You could basically set up the store minus the domain name um and the uh, and being able to check out and really get a, a feel for it. Um, I'd also recommend, of course, looking at other Shopify stores, you know, seeing what they they look like that are Shopify stores that are that are in your space. And what are what are some
0: other good Shopify resources for the for the newbie?
1: Sure. Uh, if you go to, well, shopify.com, they have a tab called resources. Um, they've got some some guides, videos, podcasts, all that stuff there, and success stories. Or uh, my own website, I have a, a resources library put together for Shopify store owners and, and other entrepreneurs, um, and that's ethercycle.com slash resources. Yeah, there's lots of great stuff over there. I was just having a look at that today. All
0: right. Well, Kurt, I really appreciate you coming on and giving us your story behind uh, why you love Shopify so much and, and who it's right for. And uh, if people want to reach out to you, best place is EtherCycle.com. Is that right?
1: Yeah, check out EtherCycle.com or uh, my personal website uh, if you want to email me, cardelster.com, sign up for my newsletter, and then just reply to it, and I will, I will see it. And if you write me something thoughtful, uh, have questions, I'm happy to write back. <laughs> what if I write you something that's
0: not very thoughtful?
1: Then I will drag it into <laughs> sane black hole, and it will never be seen from again.
0: All right, fair enough. And by all means, check out the unofficial Shopify podcast for everything Shopify. Kurt, thank you so much for coming on, and I uh, look forward to seeing you online.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Kurt, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your background with Shopify. And if you're interested in Shopify, you're running an online store. Kurt also has an online e-commerce boot camp, and he's generously offered to give listeners a 40% discount to that uh, e-commerce bootcamp. So if you head over to the show notes at theactivemarketer.com forward slash 68, all the details uh, on the coupon code and the link will be there. Also, if you need help with sales funnels and marketing automation, you're just not getting the results you want, you can join us at the Active Marketer Insiders, a private community where we teach the tactics that the big guys use to get results with their sales funnels. So if you head over there, you'll find training checklists, shared automations, everything you need to get up and running quickly. That's over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash members. And if you use the coupon code podcast, you'll get 15% discount on your membership. So we'll see you again next week with a little bit more of our payment series as we wrap it up. But in the meantime, get out there and design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. See you next time, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.